the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 The Answer presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information from the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. I'm getting closer to my heart. Call now. 866-970-9622. That's 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. Good morning, everyone, and a happy and healthy new year to all of you. I have a feeling that 2018 is going to be different Tricky, interesting, not dull, but a good year. And it shouldn't be boring. <laughs> okay, every day I listen to the news, something new's going on. So I. Uh, it's going to be exciting, Dottie. Yes, yes. I am Dottie Herman, and welcome to Ion Real Estate. And of course, you know we're the only show on talk radio that's all about real estate and everything that has to do with real estate, which in the 21st century is practically everything. Other than maybe politics. <laughs> Turn up the heat and get cozy by the radio because we've got a great show for you today. And it's one of those days that you might not want to venture out. It is cold. My co-host, Jerry Feeney, is our legal expert. He's a prominent real estate attorney in New York. And he's here to answer any real estate legal issues that you might have. Good morning, Jerry. He's not answering yet. Because he's parking his car, That's and it. I guess he can't find the space, but he'll be here shortly. And our mortgage guru, Ace Two Parp, is here, and Ace is vice president of Citizens Bank, and he's a force to be reckoned with. And you should go to him for any advice on how to get a mortgage and a loan. He's here to answer any questions if you are having finance difficulties, so you can always give us a ring at 866 866- Nine seven zero nine six two two. That's eight six six nine seven zero nine six two two. And remember, your credit is going to affect everything. So that even if you're not ready to buy a house, you should have that in order. And even if you're never going to buy a house, it, your your credit scores and how you do will affect your interest payments on your credit cards, on your on your car loans, and everything. So, what do they say? Cash is king, but so is credit. So is credit. Good morning, Dottie. And <laughs> Good morning. Happy New Year, everyone. And Happy New Year to you. Um, and, of course, we're so, so proud, and i actually so proud, and, of course, I've taken all my mortgages with Citizens. We're so proud to be associated with Citizens Bank, who supports this show. Um, it is a great bank. This week, 
Um, and I think this is just wonderful. This week, Citizens Bank announced that it's going to give about 12,500 employees a cash bonus of $1,000 as a result of the federal tax overhaul. I think that's absolutely it's great, Daddy, and, and we're proud to be sponsors of the show. And, um, you know, really, our philosophy is one citizen at a time and one customer at a time. So, Yeah, they're big, but they're very hands-on. Definitely. Um, and they do care. More than 70% of the company's workforce at, at Citizens will receive the bonus, which is a total of about $12.5 million. Yeah. So, you know, you heard a lot of rhetoric, and I'm not trying to get political here, but a lot of rhetoric about these companies are not going to really do anything with the money but keep it. And here's a perfect example of citizens spending, okay, that much money, okay, a cash bonus of $1,000, and they're spending a total of $12.5 million to reward their employees. And I, um, that's just showing you who they are. They're just wonderful. The company also announced Tuesday that it was giving $10 million to its foundation. Wow. So, um, so important that, that companies give back give and have back. social and moral compasses. I mean, that's really important. You'll have to excuse me. I had to say. Implants are two or three done yesterday. So my mouth is uh, operating, but maybe not as good as usual. On this day, I always tell you what happens on this day in 1911, the first old age home for pioneers opened in Prescott, Arizona. And that was in 1911. And I wonder how the life expectancy probably was a lot less than today. I'm going to think it was 1911, about 50, 45, 50. Around 50 years old. Yeah. 60 years later in 1971, NASA astronaut Alan B. Shepard, do you remember that name from history, yes. used a six iron that he bought inside his spacecraft and swung at three golf balls on the surface of the moon. And what do they say? When you're a golfer, you're a golfer. Yeah, I can't believe that was 60 years ago, Daddy. Yeah, time flies. Time flies. I, you, you kind of, I remember reading about him. I didn't realize it was that long ago. If today is your birthday, you're a Capricorn, which is a good sign, and you have gained numerous friends based solely on your warmth and wit. You share your birthday with Eric Trump, who is 33 years old today. Um, Last week, I asked Jerry and Ace what their resolutions were for the new year, and this week, I'm going to ask our listeners what their New Year's resolutions were. So please call us and share your resolutions with us at 866-970-9622. And let me tell you something about resolutions. (laughs) Most people, okay, and and I think I told you that last week that weight wasn't the number one resolution for the first year in 10 years. But when you openly announce, especially if you call in the radio, and say, this is my New Year's resolution, I plan to do this. You are more likely to succeed when you absolutely tell people you're going to do something. Affirmation. An affirmation. So don't be afraid. Call up. Tell us your resolution. And if you have a little pitfall and you kind of make a little mistake, you just get right back onto it. And we'll keep you accountable. Yes, we will. We will. (laughs) Later on the show, whoever thought that there are questions that can be asked of when selling your home, what kind of, can that be the kiss of death if you answer them wrong? Well, we'll tell you about it. I don't think anything can be the kiss of death, but we'll tell you what questions you really shouldn't ask. 
Um, and should you take the first offer or should you hold on? And again, it really depends. I don't know if there's one answer. Um, what do you do when, they, when your neighbor puts up a for sale sign? How do you deal with that? Um, we have a lot of good information and a lot of new information um, I want to talk about. And I'm going to take a question. But before I take that question, hold on, Tiffany, for one one moment. I do want to make sure. Actually, I'll take your question first. I Every year, I tell everyone the worst, 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 worst codes. I mean, like codes that you can have, like, you know, for like seven 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 one two three four five, okay. So I wanted to take a minute, and I'm just looking for my page. And until I do that, I'm going to take Tiffany, and then I'll find that. I want to give you the worst passwords and tell you that if you have any of these passwords, you need to change them, ASAP. But before that, let me get to Tiffany. I think Tiffany's from Brooklyn. Good morning, Tiffany. Yes. Good morning. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Happy um, New Year. Thank you for taking the call. Um, what I'm concerned about is that my mother is aging. She's going to be going to a nursing home. Well, we we see that in the future, maybe in eight years or so, it could happen that she could go in a nursing home. We don't want, like, the government or whoever, the nursing home to take her house. So I'd like to know what's the best way, what what should we do now to protect her, her home? Okay. Can, can, can she just will it to me now or... What should we do? Well, Tiffany, I have Jerry here, and of course, I went through that with my own dad. So I'm going to try to remember, and then I have Jerry here, and then whatever I don't remember, I will make sure to get because you have to have a plan. This you you need to do this now while she's not in a nursing home because I forgot how many years it is. Do you remember? Like if you put somebody in a nursing home, and then they run out of money. Oh, generally, it's like a three-year look back, I think. It's three or four years. So you have to get everything done now. And if I were you, Tiffany, we hired an elder care attorney who specialized in that. And what we did, um, some of the things that we did is now we we took his money and we started. Legally. There are ways to legally, you know, you're entitled to do certain things under the law. And there are people that practice in this area who can tell you what is allowed and what's not. Again, we're not talking about, you know, hiding things. We're just talking about protecting yourself and and your parents' assets to do what is legally permitted uh, in the possible anticipation of that. And they're, as Daddy said, they're called elder care attorneys. Uh, and you can consult with uh, one of them. And they're, they are experts in this area. But she wants to be able to gift. Do you want to start gifting her house? She doesn't want the nursing home to get the house, which no one does. No one does. But, you know, it depends. Yeah, right. You have to consult uh, with an attorney because, for example, if you do it on the eve of moving into a nursing home and then, and then all of a sudden you want Medicaid, which is public assistance, to pick up the tab for the nursing home, they're going to look back and, and take that house back. Uh, it's a, you know, it could be considered a fraudulent transfer. So they're not going to allow that. Moreover, there's there are significant tax implications to doing that while a person is alive. There may be better ways to do it, like putting it into a trust. Again, this is all stuff that you know I don't profess to have any particular expertise in because there are people that just do this elder care law day in and day out, and they'll tell you what is legal and what's not, so you don't accidentally. Yeah. I want you to go to a, 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 an attorney that that. That really deals with that. I can tell you that what we did, and we did go to an elder care attorney, and okay. he told us to take a um, 
Now, my father was still home then, so he wasn't in a home. Um, mm-hmm. He told us to take a equity loan out, uh-huh. as, as, as big an equity loan we could. Uh, so, and I don't know if the, and the laws have changed yeah. over the last several years too. So, so Ace, I don't know if you, I mean, if she's alive, is the house paid yeah. off for? No, the mortgage is about a hundred thousand that she owes. She so owes far. about a hundred thousand, and and how much is yeah. the house worth? Maybe maybe three hundred thousand, three fifty. Okay, and I assume her is your father alive, or is it just her? Is the house under just her no. name? No, just her name. Just okay. Her name. And so do you have any brothers or sisters, or you just want her to start gifting it to you? Well, we discussed it because I'm the one that's still here with her, and I help her with everything. And she knows that, you know, because everybody else have their own families and do. But I'm the one that take care of her now, and so she wants me to be, you know, to handle this. Like, she wants it to come to me so that when this happens, that she has to go into the home, that... Um, that they don't take it. No, so not gonna... the other brothers and sisters are not in the, qu- the question. It's, it's okay, but Tiffany, let me just give you some good advice. That might be what your mother wants, and but you know, when it comes to money, God forbid anything happens mm-hmm. to her, you never know if your brothers and sisters will yeah. say, you know what, you might have helped mom out, but we want the money. So yes. she not only is going to need to get an eldest care attorney we're going to have to figure out but you also need her to have a will yeah and you also can't do the transfer while the mortgage is outstanding on the property that's going to be what's called an event of default so you're going to have to refinance it if she transfers it to you to pay off that existing mortgage uh or or if you get the consent of the bank but i doubt they'll give the consent of the bank well, what about the will I think Tiffany, first thing your mother has to do a will expressing the fact that God forbid she dies, okay, that she or goes into a nursing home that you get the property. If that's that's her wish, absolutely. Because if you don't have that, um, then then, you have other siblings, anything could happen. Well, then they're entitled to a share if you don't have a will. You, if you, I'm sorry. Can, can she just put me on on a deed now? Like, can we just say, all right, look, it's just put put this. We want to change it to that. I'm so, on a deed so that two, two, nobody two, else can take it. Two points. That's, hold on, that's not that. It's not necessarily true by just putting you on the deed that nobody else oh. can take it because she would remain on the deed. But there's two points to that. Number one, that's going to violate the terms of her loan agreement. Okay, because she's got an existing mortgage, you got to satisfy the existing bank. And number two, if that's done in anticipation of getting public assistance, that's generally considered a fraudulent transfer, which is why Dottie and I urge you to consult with an elder care attorney. Well, what about going to the bank and asking the bank? You can ask the bank. I doubt that that they're going to consent to it. They probably won't. Yeah, they probably won't. And remember something, even if you were able to do that, and you could get on the deed, then she'd be on the deed and you'd be on the deed. So her half of the money yeah. could be open to your oh. brothers and sisters. You also step into her basis for tax purposes, too. Yeah. So You know what I'm yeah. going to try to do? Maybe I can, um, it, it, you listen to the show. If you leave us your email, let me see if I can get an elder care attorney to come on the show and give you some of the answers. Mm-hmm. Okay. But mm-hmm. I can tell you right now, this is like, this is really important. And if you do it right. Um, it's going to take the money that your mother worked for and, and, and really make sure that the people have it, that 
she wants to have it, and you certainly don't want it to mm-hmm. go to a nursing home. And um, mm-hmm. if you put it, so there's steps, but and, and it's and it's a bunch of years. I mean, if she yeah. went to a nursing home next week, it really wouldn't matter. You have yeah. to do it well in advance. And, and again. We're urging you to consult with a practitioner to make sure that you don't violate the law. We're not urging. Okay. You know, we're right. not but number one, a will. Okay. That okay. has okay. to be done. Well, generally what we do on the, on these things, we do a will. We do what's called a durable power of attorney in case mom becomes incapacitated. And we also do a, a health care directive and a health care proxy. Those are the four general estate documents that you do. These enable you to make health care decisions for mom. You know, uh, if somebody becomes incapacitated, and Dottie and I have been there, you know, I've been there very recently, uh, the doctors are going to turn to you, if you're the healthcare proxy, and say, what, what are mom's wishes here? Does she wish to be resuscitated or not? And you've got to be willing to honor her wishes. So that's a discussion that uh-huh. if, if, you're, if it's like my relatives, nobody wants to have it because they assume they're going to live forever. But I'm here to tell right. you that they're not. And we're all going to face it someday, so you have to be uh, honest with people. I think that people will probably pull the plug when I get a hangnail, Dottie. But I, okay. I, I, I but like Tiffany, to just for starters, okay? Yes. I think that the will is the first thing I would look at, yeah. and if you, um, I'm going to remind myself. Listen next week. I'll see when, what date I can get an elder care attorney. It's a yeah. good topic. And by the way, if we didn't have one. I don't know what mm-hmm. would have happened. Yeah. We really, they really mm-hmm. helped us out a lot. We ended up never putting my dad in the home, but we took care of his money. His house stayed with us. So um, actually, we sold his house yeah. and put him in, an, in another mm-hmm. house. Yeah. Um, but, um. you know, but we, we have some advice for you. So if you, but the first thing I think is a will. Uh, yeah, and the power of attorney. I would get that package of documents, and an elder care attorney can help with that too. You know, if you call the city's division of, uh, I forget what they call it for. You don't for have to spend a lot citizens. of money. No, it's not expensive. It's mm-hmm. not terribly expensive. Um, you know, that whole package is less than a thousand dollars generally. Okay. Can mm-hmm. we get the number? For okay. Uh, we'll try to get the number. We'll for get the... you the number for you to call because it's really not expensive, and it's better you know from the experts the exact thing. If you listen tomorrow or leave us your email or a number, or this is your number, we can text you the information. How's okay. That? Yes, this is my number. Thank okay. you so much. Thank you so much, guys. Th- thanks, care. Tiffany. That is a big subject, and we will discuss it during this year because really planning for your parents, and it's a touchy subject. Um, sometimes they don't really want to deal with it. No, they no don't one like wants to, to deal with it. It's Nobody's kind of, getting out of here alive. Uh, but it's something that really uh, you have to deal with. Yeah. And if you don't deal with it, it costs cost you millions. Um, before I do those uh, passwords, I just wanted to give you our market reports um, for 2018 for Manhattan. And um, I wanted to tell you that the market reports this year were uh, a little bit slower than, than normal, um, but they basically were flat, wouldn't you say? Um, yes, we're coming up to a break, I think, but that'll be a cliffhanger. I, I certainly felt like things slowed down a little they bit. They slowed down. Well, the holidays, well, I'm going to give you this, the 2018 first quarter, actually would be the last quarter, the last quarter of um, 2017 market reports right after the break. And then I'm going to give you some Facebook 
um, and passwords and things that you really don't want to have as your passwords unless you really want to be hacked. <laughs> we'll be right back. You're listening to Ion Real Estate, 866-970-9622. By all means, call us with your questions. This is Greg Floyd, the president of Teamsters Local 237. Join me for Reaching Out. We'll talk about the issues that matter the most to working families, union members, and everyone who cares about the future. On the next Reaching Out, Greg speaks with the president of the NAACP New York State Conference, Dr. Hazel N. Dukes. It's Reaching Out with Gregory Floyd, Saturday night at 7 on AM 970, The Answer. I just saved hundreds of dollars by switching to GEICO. I feel like I'm on top of the world. Disclaimer, you will not be transported to the top of the world. In the unlikely event you find yourself at the Arctic Circle, seek shelter from the elements immediately to avoid frostbite and or hypothermia. GEICO will not be responsible if you find yourself in a cave or crevasse with a lonely, abominable snowman, who in all likelihood will force you to play games including but not limited to Go Fish, Charades, Chinese Checkers, or his personal favorite, Red Rover, Red Rover, Send Yeti on over. GEICO is not liable for any damages, either physical or emotional. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more balance of nature's fruits and veggies. My blood pressure significantly is so low now compared to what it was. I think I'm doing great with it. That's one thing I like about balance of nature. Y'all just, y'all listen, you talk and communicate and not just give us your order. We're done. Bye. You know, it, 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 to me, it makes more, uh, I want to say kind of a family oriented business that, you know, we're out here for you and we're part of your extended family trying to fill you in rather than just take your money. I feel great. A lot of the aches and pains I have, I have the arthritis in my hand seems to have dissipated most of the time, and I feel wonderful. Have the confidence that you're giving your body what it needs. Call now to receive 35% off your first Balance of Nature order. Call one 800 Two four six eight seven fifty one, or go online to balanceofnature.com. Use promo code the answer. Hey, let me ask you something. Would you seat your three-year-old child on a windowsill? Would you seat them beside a lit fireplace or by the deep end of a pool? One last question. Would you seat your child in a car seat that's not correct for them? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Secure their future. Seat them in the correct car seat. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Sponsored by the New York State Governor's Traffic Safety Committee. Hi, this is Bill Martinez. Join us as the conversation continues about immigration, about our health care system. It's all about us. It's all about the truth, wherever it leads. Bill Martinez live, Monday mornings at 12 a.m. on AM 970, The Answer. Mike Connors, host of Ask the Lawyer and published in New York Magazine's top-rated lawyers. Whether assisting a client with drafting a will or trust, power of attorney, health care proxy, nursing home plan, or other matter, Connors & Sullivan's goal is always the protection of their clients' rights and interests. Connors & Sullivan Attorneys at Law, PLLC, has dedicated attorneys that can help you with estate planning, elder law, and probate. They listen to their clients to learn about their families, their financial picture, and their long-term goals to create a comprehensive plan to meet your objectives. They assist with the complex tax matters that are often involved in estate planning and probate. Contact Connors & Sullivan Attorneys at Law, PLLC, with offices in Brooklyn, Queens, Midtown Manhattan, and Staten Island to schedule a free consultation with an attorney. 
attorney. 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. And listen to Ask the Lawyer right here every Saturday evening at 6. Today, the Syracuse Orange hosts nationally ranked Notre Dame in the Carrier Dome. Hi, I'm Matt Park. Join Jim Saddleman and me for all the action. Orange pregame begins at 2.30. Tip-off at 3 on New York's radio home for Syracuse University basketball. AM 970, The Answer. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back, and I am uh, trying to open my uh, iPad to get the market reports. And I'm having a little trouble. Maybe I, my Wi-Fi is not working here, so until I have those technical people try to fix that for me, okay, or I think they just did. Um, the Manhattan uh, reports uh, were the average sales price uh, for um, 2017 uh, was down a little bit um, by about 5%. Um, the number of days on the market were relatively close. Uh, the average sales price. I would say when you say a million two three five over a million two one five, I mean I don't think it's a big enough difference to make a big thing about to you. No, and and my read of it, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it was a lot of uh, discounts at the very high end. Um, you know, a seven million dollar property going down two hundred thousand or something. Not so much at what we call the low end in Manhattan, which is below a million, which is still a lot of money. So. Right. And market share by the number of, of sales was uh, actually the most sales were in, uh, I would say, the one-bedroom apartments were the biggest sellers. Um, 40, 44% of the uh, apartments um, that sold were one-bedroom. They're flying off the... Studios were 19%. Yeah. Um, two bedrooms were 25%. And, of course, when you got the four, three and four bedrooms, it was a small part of the market. Mm-hmm. Uh, condos. Um, the average sales price for the last quarter of 2017 was two million six five four and change, and for the last quarter of 2016, it was a little bit over three million. 2017. Oh, I'm sorry. 2016 comparing. Yeah, the because two this years. was the last quarter yeah. of 17. Me. Yeah. 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 We will be able to give you the market reports for the first quarter of 18 right. in March. Do we know it, whether or not condos took a bigger hit than co-ops in the last quarter? I was just curious because my my instinct would be that co-ops took a bigger hit because my instinct is, and I don't know if it's true, I think millennials really new trend towards new construction and condos. Well, they do if they can afford it. Yeah, that's the other okay? thing. Okay. Right? I yeah. mean, let me, let me just give you, like, the facts yeah. of life. Um, people like new. There's no doubt about it. And a lot of the uh, co-ops uh, are kind of, if they're pre-war – People, some people love that, but a lot of the layouts are not really what people want today. Yeah. But then there are some people who like history and like old things, so it depends. But I would say the best deals are probably on the east side in some oh, of the – some of the Upper east side right now. On yeah. the Upper east side, which, was, yeah. which was a, is, a, is a magnificent area where they have a lot of the pre-war and older buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have land to build new stuff there. 
Uh, so I think you can get some good deals. I mean, when I Absolutely. say deals, don't think you're stealing anything. Yeah. Manhattan is just still expensive. Com- it's probably one of the most expensive places yeah. to live just in. comparatively speaking, it's a deal. Yeah. Um, but Which the is- average price per square foot, okay, from 2017, and I'm going back to a court, like, if you take the first quarter of 2016 to the first quarter of 2017, um, the average price per square foot was three million two twenty five, and that is three thousand. And this year it was two six. Two six. Okay. So it's gone down. It's gone down, but you know when you look at numbers, yeah. you have to look at timing. You have to look at what's in the mix. You have to look if you had like a sixty five million dollar sale thrown into that mix. Right. It's going to throw it all off. So. I don't like to look at them from quarter to quarter. I think you can get a, a feeling, but I think you've got to look at what's really put into that quarter. And I, if I had to give you um, my read, and again, no one's got a crystal ball of what's going on right now. Uh, first of all, there was a lot of controversy about the, you know, what was going to happen with taxes and there was a lot of instability instability. Yeah. And then we had a couple of terrorist attacks mm-hmm. that, thank God, were not too successful. Um, And I think that people kind of, you know, it was like when the election was going on and and Hillary and and, and Trump were running, um, people kind of... Yeah, laid back and said, "Let's gonna let's see what's going on." Particularly, I think at the higher end, I think people that uh, really yeah. kind of freeze up a little bit when things. Yeah, like as that far again. as millenniums, we can't get enough apartments at the lower end, at the, at the entry end. When I say lower end, I don't want to use that word because mm-hmm. lower end to certain people might mean cheap. Um, when I say entry level, entry level for every market's different, but I would say the entry level to New York City is what three or four. You mean a, a tree level? You mean an entry, entry level, level apartment? Price point? Yeah. Oh, at a price point. Well, I mean a one bedroom. You can get a one bedroom under a million yeah. still. Well, what about Manhattan. three or four or five? Three or four million? No. Oh, three or four hundred thousand. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. You, you can. can. Still people do. don't yeah. realize yeah, that. Yeah. And I want people to know that. Yeah. You have to get in the game, and if whether you're a millennial or you're somebody who's a baby boomer and want to buy something. Okay, you can find things Daddy, for under yeah. half a million dollars. I went in the on. City. I, I went on your website. People don't ever let you know yeah. that they only talk about the twenty million dollar properties and the ten million dollar properties, and you really can find things. Yeah. And like, there's a good Murray Hill right around the. Yeah, Murray Hill, Kipps Bay. I went on your website and put in uh, condos in Manhattan under a million and. Uh, Sorry, under 500,000. There was a lot of them. It was yeah, shocking to me how many there were. And they were in good neighborhoods. You know, don't think that we're talking about, you know, weird neighborhoods. Well, it tends to be the papers. Of course, papers don't want to, you know, they don't make money by putting the run-of-the-mill places in. Yeah, so they're going to make about, money yeah. by putting either, you know, the most expensive things in or the most bizarre things or somebody that owned a famous property that sold it. Mm-hmm. Uh or maybe if they had something that they were giving away. So a lot of things don't. But I would say do your homework. Come on the Douglas Elliman site. There are plenty of things that are affordable. And we're going to talk a little bit later on how to finance these things. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are under misunderstanding about Manhattan and how to finance things and that they can't afford it. And that's because all you read about are the $20 million properties. Right, absolutely. But I can tell you 
that I started with a not expensive apartment. Actually, mm-hmm. I started renting. Mm-hmm. And then I made a deal with the owner. And then you got in the game. Yeah. And you have to start somewhere. So uh, do I think I think the market's going to tug along. Do I, now, people ask me, and I'm going to ask you. I don't have the answer, but I can tell you my opinion. People ask me every day, do you think because of the tax situation, which you're not allowed mm-hmm. to now, in the states that are high-tax states, which is New York, of, yeah. California, yeah. Massachusetts, Massachusetts, the usual suspects. Do you think that's going to affect real estate? Now, I know Jonathan, if I read it somewhere, it's not mm. on this report, but I read somewhere that he thought it was going to make prices off about 10%. 10% really? This is Jonathan Miller. The, I thought I read that somewhere. Maybe it wasn't him. Mm. I don't think so. First of all, I think at entry level, I don't think it's going to make a difference. I agree with you on entry level. I, look, I don't think it's going to help. It clearly isn't going to help. I'm not. People still need a place to live. People still want to own real estate. I'm not sure that it's going to have it that much of a devastating yeah. impact. Um, it's. I do think that it's not. My opinion is that that will change. I believe that that deductibility issue is going to be one of the first things that gets that's, changed if there's a change in. That's um, how I feel as well, as you're Yeah, right. in Congress, because it's just not fair. It really is. All right, but we can't promise that. No, I'm and just if you're looking opinion. for a property, yeah. you shouldn't stop and just just look. Okay, because I really think that real estate is still, and they are predicting, and I'll give you some of the predictions. We're predicting real estate to continue to go up. Don't forget the millennials are buying now. It's a big generation. Uh, job market looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the stock market. I mean, what stock did it hit? Market. Oh, I mean, fifteen hit over twenty-five thousand. Twenty-five thousand. Yeah, twenty-five thousand. So I mean, that doesn't affect everyone. But what happens is people start feeling good about the economy. Yep. And when people feel good about the economy, regardless of your politics, regardless whether you like mm-hmm. Trump, hate him, you know, it doesn't matter. When people start feeling good about the economy. Consumer confidence. The yep. confidence, even retail was up this, this Christmas. Retail was way up. Thanks to you and I. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I mean, we, okay. we single-handedly okay. helped that. Before I give you the passwords, let me take a quick question. Frank from New Jersey. Good morning, Frank. Happy New Year Good to morning. you. Same to you and the family and all you guys. Listen, my question is about an oil tank that's in the ground. This building was converted to gas in uh, 1988, mm-hmm. and the tank is still in the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I sell it, do I have to remove that tank from the ground? Does the, the insur- Who has anything to do with that? The insurance companies, mm. the, you know, the bank or what? Or can it just stay the way it is? So that's a good cliffhanger because we've got a break coming up. But uh, after the break, we'll talk about it. was a good subject, that's very a very important question. subject. And let me tell you something. Get out your checkbook if you've got a leak in oil tank. That's all I can say. Yeah. Frank, hang on. We'll do a quick break and we'll give you the answer to that question. That's a really good question about do you have to replace the uh, buried oil tank. We'll be right back after our break. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. 
you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. Freedom. One nation in all of human history was built on that bedrock. Ours. A republic of the people, by the people, and for the people. Self-government requires freedom, just as freedom requires an individual willingness to self-govern. Freedom has made America exceptional, but it can only last as long as you and I seek the good, as expressed by the laws of nature and nature's God. It can only last if you and I choose to act as people of character. Forging character has been the pursuit of Hillsdale College since 1844. Hillsdale College forges character and elevates civic discourse both on campus and nationwide. To find out how you can take their free online courses or receive a complimentary subscription to Imprimus, a monthly speech digest, visit hillsdalefreedom.com. That's hillsdalefreedom.com. Mike Connors, host of Ask the Lawyer and published in New York Magazine's top-rated lawyers. Whether assisting a client with drafting a will or trust, power of attorney, health care proxy, nursing home plan, or other matter, Connors & Sullivan's goal is always the protection of their clients' rights and interests. Connors & Sullivan Attorneys at Law, PLLC, has dedicated attorneys that can help you with estate planning, elder law, and probate. They listen to their clients to learn about their families, their financial picture, and their long-term goals to create a comprehensive plan to meet your objectives. They assist with the complex tax matters that are often involved in estate planning and probate. Contact Connors & Sullivan Attorneys at Law, PLLC, with offices in Brooklyn, Queens, Midtown Manhattan, and Staten Island to schedule a free consultation with an attorney. 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. And listen to Ask the Lawyer right here every Saturday evening at 6. If you're looking to truly get away from it all, you're going to just love the Emerson Resort and Spa, a hidden treasure in the Catskills that's a mere two hours from New York City. First, you'll be dazzled by the winter beauty of the region and the Emerson Resort's oversized windows, which showcase the stunning views. Then, prepare to be pampered before and after you hit the nearby ski slopes in the Emerson's luxurious first-class spa. Sensational ski packages include both nearby Bel Air and Hunter Mountains, and a special Puchica accommodation package for your pet. The Emerson Resort and Spa is a wonderful destination for the entire family. The Emerson Resort and Spa welcomes you back home to the Catskills, where there's so many things to see and do. Visit emersonresort.com. That's emersonresort.com. Sponsor of Where to Go, Joe, with Shelly Goldberg. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back, and we were on the phone with Frank from New Jersey, and he asked a question uh, about a buried oil. Daddy, I'm still here. 
Barrett I know. Thanks. Yep. I said, I know yeah. you're here. I see your name. Okay. Okay. So you want to know if you have to take it out. So this is a big. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah. looking. I'm looking to sell this building. Well, right. really, what I'm looking to do is buy it. I, I have a partner, and uh, I, I want to buy his share out. Right. And. There's an oil tank that's in the ground, yeah. and the tank, we converted to gas in probably 1990. Yeah. But the tank is still in the ground. It's a 5,000-gallon right. tank. It was op- cut open and filled with sand. I want to know what's the procedure. So, is the insurance company going to make me take that out of the ground? So there's or, no... you know, is the state going to come in? All right. So or is no, the bank going to, you know... Well, let me, or, or can I just buy it the way it is and leave everything the way it is? So... You're, there's no re- there's no regulation that I'm aware of that requires the tank to be removed prior to a sale. However, if the tank begins to leak and contaminate groundwater, then all of the regulators are going to jump in. Most homeowners, most insurance policies, both home and commercial, have exclusions on environmental cleanup due to Barrett oil tanks. So, you know, caveat emptor, the buyer beware on that. I generally recommend that when uh, people are buying a residential property that they ask their home inspector what types of um, processes did they use to investigate for the existence of buried oil tanks. Some sellers don't know that they have one. It comes from a prior seller. Um, there, there are ways to take uh, ultrasound readings and uh, um, magnetic readings and things like that. Certainly, if you see patches of dead grass in your lawn, that's a dead giveaway that oftentimes there's a buried oil tank that's leaking. So the problem is that once it starts to leak, then you are required to report it to the regulators, and then you have to comply with um, Department of Environmental Conservation and all possibly EPA regulations on the cleanup. But you're looking to buy this, right? So you're looking to buy right, somebody you know, that's out. That's what I'm trying to yeah. say to you. So I'm, I'm trying to, to cut to it. the I chase. I own half of it already. Yeah. I own half of it already. I understand. There's a tank in the ground. I'm just trying to give our listeners a, a general overview of oil tanks. Not, with your specific situation, I don't know of any requirement that you do it, but I, when they filled it with sand, which is typically not a, a proper abandonment procedure, did did you get any kind of certificate that it was uh, abandoned in compliance with law, by chance? I, 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 I did get a, a paper, but the company is since out of business. This I understand. Is going back in... 1990. Right. But it's not a workable tank. I understand. I well, with sand, it, with sand, it so, wouldn't be. Yeah. yeah. No, I get that. But the, the fact it's not workable is not really the question. The question is, was it properly abandoned? Uh, and it, was, it was pumped out. According to the paper, it was pumped out and a hole cut in the top of it and filled with eight yards of sand. Yeah. I don't know that that's, that's certainly not the technique they use today. But what I would do is I would ask a, uh, you know, you can go ahead, I think, with your sale. I don't think it's going to matter. But I would address this for when you're eventually going to sell. I would ask a, uh, go to a current uh, oil uh, company who does oil tank abandonment and ask them if that procedure at that time was compliant. If it was, then you've got paperwork that says it was compliant, and then you can leave it in place. It's not necessary that you remove the tank unless it's leaking. If it's abandoned properly and you can prove it, then usually that will suffice for a buyer. So, Jerry, I I actually had a um, similar situation, Frank, where I was purchasing a property out in Long Island, and they actually had an old septic tank, which now is gas. Oil tank. uh, Oil tank. Uh And um, basically, um, it wasn't in use, but what we had to do was do an environmental check, Mm -hmm. uh, a home inspection. And that's not too costly, but there's phase one and phase two. Um, I would suggest just call a home inspection company that you trust and tell them to just do an environmental check on the Mm -hmm. soil 
just to see if there's any leaks and if the soil is is eroded or, mm-hmm. or if it's no, not but, ver- but 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 Frank, let me just cut to the chase. If you're going to sell this and your partner who's um, in with you has no opposition to it, he's okay with that. Then if it should be half his cost. If it, in other words, if I was selling property, I was buying somebody out, and I found out that 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 tank. Is it up to code? That's, that's all you have to find out. Is it up to code? If it is, so be it. But if it's not up to code, and when they did it in 1990, it, Whatever, it, yeah. right, mm-hmm. then your partner, who you're buying out, that's a good point. Yeah, should, have a, yeah. should have to contribute whatever the price is that you're working at. Right. Some of that cost should be his because no matter who he'd sell it to, he'd have to do that. Yeah. So that's the reason I say have it looked at. If it's up to code, fine. If it's not, whatever the cost to get it up to code, half of that cost should be his, or you should deduct it from whatever you're giving him. Yeah. That's my uh, And then keep the paperwork thoughts. on the abandonment of the tanks. So when you go to sell it, uh, eventually you'll have that paperwork and, and make someone comfortable. Does that make any sense? Can I just ask you one question? Sure. Can I buy this building? Can I buy this building with the tank in the ground the way it is, or is the insurance company... Is the insurance company responsible for any of this yet? Most insurance no. companies have exclusions on environmental cleanup due to uh, improperly abandoned oil tanks. So my guess is no. I'd have to look at your specific insurance policy. I don't know of any prohibition to you buying it based on this. I'm not a New Jersey attorney. You should consult with a local practitioner. I don't know of any uh, requirement. However, what Dottie's saying is, look, there may be a cost associated with this, and don't let your your partner off the hook so easily, um, you know, if it's a, if there's a, there's a cost, let them share in it. Yeah. And all I'm saying is, Frank, I don't know that the insurance company, I'd have to see your policy, but you should know, regardless of whether you need to do anything or you don't. I mean, and if you can just buy the building and no hassles and your insurance is covering it, fine. But you should at least have it checked. Okay, it's not going to cost you a lot of money just to see if it's environmentally up to snuff. That's it. And if you're looking to finance. They can't check it because it's under reinforced concrete, the tank. And they told me they cannot check it. They can't drill to it. The only thing they could do is break the ground, take the tank out and have inspectors there. To well, see if there's any right. visual that's, well, from If that's the case, then, then forget I, it. Yeah, I would at least ask a qualified uh, oil tank abandonment company whether or not the paperwork you have regarding the abandonment with sand was at the time compliant. Um, you know, because at least then you'll know the answer to the question. At that time, it was the way you did it. But today, are you sure? I don't have are you sure? Paperwork. Are you sure? Yeah, that's what I was told. Yeah, I, I, okay. Today, I would check on that. They have to take a, a reading of the soil. Correct. To, to, Correct. to do that, Correct. and when I got, in but touch you could with be someone, grandfathered. Who knows? I don't know enough about that to know. I mean, sometimes you can be grandfathered. All I know is you're worried about it. In other words, you're willing to buy it. If you, I want to buy it like it is. Okay. You know, I owned the building for 30 years, and I've been managing it all the so time. So if you want to buy it, then away. the only thing I'd yeah. worry about is checking if there's a problem with insuring the building. Yeah. Other than that, but if you want to... I would the only if you want to buy it, then just buy it. The only thing I would double check is, obviously, you need insurance for your building. 
And as right. long as the insurance company doesn't require any other documents, then just buy it. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like okay, you believe yeah. that at the time that you switched and, over. And, and have keep was, your documents and the, assume that yeah. that's what you have. The, the abandonment. See, the only documents I have is a, a statement from the company that opened it up, filled it with sand. Yeah. And, you know, the city inspectors, I assume, were there at the time. Well, it's so long ago. And... Uh, and Not, it was done. Now, when yeah. I call this number, I don't get anything because they're out of business, you know. Okay. But again, I, I would just like ask, the, I would ask a current company, you know, was that the compliant procedure back on that date? And then that, and the, it was at that it time. Was, it was. It was back in that day. It's a different board. Okay. Game. So all you really then want to know, since you want to buy this building, is. Is the insurance company you're going to go forward with, are they going to have a problem with it? If they have no problem, then just leave it alone. Just leave it alone. I'd rather just buy it the way it is and, you know, uh, and uh, that's the end of it, you know, because yeah. I know the building. I have it a long time. Right. Just you leave know, it alone it, unless you – but make sure that you check your insurance policy because you don't want to have a problem. And then your insurance says, well, we're not covering you for it because – They most likely won't cover it anyway because they generally yeah. exclude for environmental. Yeah. But what I'm trying to yeah. say is then to do with the insurance – can I just say to the insurance company – I'm buying a building on so-and-so date. As is. I just want it to be underneath my own name from now on. It, 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 is there a procedure where the insurance company goes I, in I, and checks the ground? I know of or, no. I, I've I never heard of it. I know of no such. I've never heard of it. Inspection, no. Okay, in other words, basically I can just transfer my insurance that I have now and just put it under my own name, uh, pay for the house, I have the money secure, and, and that's the end of it. No, well, yeah, and use a lawyer to make sure. Use a lawyer. Done. Make sure you of do course, it legally. Yeah, of course, yeah. Of course, I okay. use a lawyer. Yes. I'll even do a title search on half of. Is it is it wise to do yes. a title search? Yes. Yes. Make sure half, you do a title yes. search. Half of the value of the building, not the full value. No, no. I own no. half of it. Yes, you, you definitely want to do a title search, and here's why: because if unbeknownst to you, or even unbeknownst to your partner who owns it, two weeks before the closing. The, our friends at the IRS filed a super lien, it's a tax lien, against your uh, partner. That would be effective against that property. And so you okay. always want to do a title search, always want to use it. Okay, but do I have to do the title search for the whole price of the property or just for half of it? I would do it. I for, would do it for the whole thing because do, yeah. the when, when they, when they yeah. put a lien on a property, they're not. Like, you know, they're not going to. But they're not going to say, like, "Oh, once the lien goes on the property, it goes on the yeah, property. It's I, not on your half or his half. It's on the property." I, I agree. I would put it on the full market value yeah. of the property. Yeah. Full market. So a building that's going for a million and a half. What would a title policy cost? I don't know in New Jersey. I don't know in New Jersey. I don't know what the prices are. But can I tell you something? That's not something I'd mess around with. No, no. Okay? If you're going to buy this yourself, don't mess around with that. Make sure that there's no floors or liens on the title. You don't know what could be. And they're not going to say, if your partner got in any trouble, they're not going to say, well, it's on his half. Right. It's on the whole property. Yeah. Oh, it's on the whole property. Yeah. Well, okay. you got to you got to get you know you got to get it removed. And and Dottie's point is they're not going to be you know that they're not going to be worried about it's who owns what. Thousand even to spend on Listen, it. Yeah, the, just the one so you time sleep you sleep at night. Yeah, the one time you skimp on that is going to be the one time that there's a problem. That's what I always tell the people. The only problem I'm worried about is the oil tank in the ground. Oh, we, that's that's what I'm worried I think, about. I, you know? I, I think you're probably okay on that based on what you said. And you know what? I'll I'll, I'll do a little extra uh, research on that so next week if i have anything new i will uh 
let you know on. I will just Yeah, I, I listen to your program pretty regular. And, uh, okay, so next week I'll make sure to do a little like homework me. on that, and if I find right. out anything different, I'll let you know you on next week's show. you think I should show. call the insurance company to see if there's anything when I transfer the I don't think it hurts. I would just call up, but I, you don't even have to say who you are. I would just say, no, I, you I know. I mean, I have the same insurance company for 30 years. You know, I have the same. Yeah, same, I, I, would, same I, broker, I, I would. I don't think it hurts. I, I think the more information you know, the better off you are. Good luck okay. on that. All right. We'll Thank get, you so much, guys. All right. We'll talk to you next happy week. New happy you New too. Year to you, Frank. You too. Yeah. that's And that's really a good question. But listen, I, I have to say to people, when you're buying something and obviously value, spend the money and do the double checks because even though many times, yeah. you know, everything will be fine for most. The one time you don't, you just don't want to have mm-hmm. that on your thing. Okay, I know I have a few minutes. I'll give you a few passports. And then I'm going to, I have a bunch of questions because, you know, we missed a show because it was Christmas, I think, or one of those days. You gave us a day off. And we We had a day day off. off a year. Day off. So I do have a lot of questions, which I'm going to do in a second. But since I only have two minutes before the news, let me give you some of those passwords I told you not to use. So these are passwords do not use. Do not use these. And if you have them, please change them as soon as you get off. You stop listening to our show. Do you follow your own advice, by the way, or do you just give this advice? Okay. Because I've seen some But, you know, like the sequence of one, two, three, four, five, six. Well, it's easy to remember. Yeah. Okay, but a lot of people uh, use that. Like the unlocking your phone. Right. So one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, or one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Those are pretty uh, common ones. I don't use them. Uh, Also, one, all ones or all sevens. Yeah. uh, Pretty common. Uh, another one that's pretty common that you shouldn't use is the word password. <laughs> do they even let you use the word password yes, they anymore? Do. Yeah, oh, you know that. Yes, because I've used it. Okay. That's not a good okay. idea. And I got hacked. Okay, so don't use the word password. I'm guessing if I now, was hacking, I would I probably... don't know why this would be, but they say this is a common one. I love you. Really? Yeah, so they say don't use it. Yeah, Maybe used... you should say I hate you. I've I don't never, know. I've never used but that they one. say I love you is a common one. It was number nine. But who are they say who are you saying it to? That's well so I guess they millenni- love their they no. love their geeks and you know, they love their little You know who computers. uses that? Millennials because they love themselves. I love you. <laughs> yeah. Uh another one one that you shouldn't use is one two three, one two three. Yeah. <laughs> People have figured that one out too. Uh another one is um Monkey, I, I don't know. Monkey? Monkey. I don't know that that would seem like a common one to me, uh, but they say that is very common. It's like the number uh, 17th yeah. most common one. Password one and password two are yeah. also very common. So they, just get rid of the word password. Any, any version of password is not good. Okay, yeah. all zeros is common. Your name is probably Let not me idea. in. <laughs> don't use that. Let don't me. let me in. Okay? I don't know. I don't think that would be so common, but I guess it is. Uh-huh. And um, I, I, I guess my noob, and I don't know why my M-Y-N-O-O-B is the number 12 most common password. M-Y-N-O-O-B? Yeah, I don't know who I came no up with that. that I've is. never, but that's what they say. And then this is very common. It's number four. Q-W-E-R-T-Y. Oh, that's uh, the typing, the yeah. QWERTY on, right. the, on the keyboard, your home base. Right. So those are the, we'll be right back, and I've got a lot of questions in here, and we're going to talk about some laws 
about what you're responsible for when it snows. And since it snowed out, I think you should know that. Um, and I've got a bunch of really big questions um, that you've called in. I'm going to make sure I ask them. We'll be right back right after the 11 o'clock news. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.